And now, Capital 263. Welcome to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. My name is Christopher Farai Charamba. My name is Upenyu Thaham Makoni Matenga. Upenyu the what? <laughs> My name is Tawanda Thaham. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Carry on, Tawanda. I'm sorry. <laughs> My name is Tawanda Henry BT, and yeah, welcome. Wait, no, wait. Kupenyu, what was that? I'm in the sandwich. Oh, right. So, Chris is the bread. You're the bread. I'm the ham. All right. Okay. Okay. And um, welcome to the to the best political podcast, uh, or should I say food podcast. And um, yeah, this is... This is us. We're recording on Saturday, the 3rd of February. And let me just get out of the gate straight up and say yesterday was a very important day. Uh, happy birthday to Nero, a.k.a. <laughs> Danyara. Nelson Chavis. Co- <laughs> Cobra. Uh, Cobra. <laughs> King Cobra. Cobra. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, we're a bit silly, guys, but um, wait. What do you mean it was a? What do you mean? What do you mean it was a very important day? Important for for Neroka. Yeah, for Neroka. Oh, okay. For the yeah. whole country, guys. Well, uh, this yeah. is a landmark. Okay. The vice president of opposition. Asia, I think we what? should be popping Wow. Mm-hmm. You guys rate him so mm. highly. But yes, this is our opposition <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually uh, uh, a lot happening in the in the opposition. We have new political parties as well. So um, we're going to speak about the opposition, the main opposition, MDC, and then we'll talk about the others, the fringe, the fringe political, the fringe political parties. Yeah. Let me watch you. Yeah, I know. Some, I know. You know some, the thing is, I know okay. some people you know, get upset. Because, uh, like, Kathy, Kathy will get upset about us calling BZA a fringe party. Uh, Teach will get upset about us calling APA a fringe uh, political party. But I think Matt Belliland will be upset about us calling APA a fringe political party. Is he big but in that? You know, area? the thing is, guys, guys, just Google Zimbabwe opposition party and see what comes up. That should tell you all you need to know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's it's true. When we speak about the opposition to Taura MTC, we must just get that straight. Even though they are, what, 75 now? I saw another tweet saying 89 political parties in Zimbabwe. I mean, we could... yeah. that's, that's a include, plurality include. and a diversity of voices then, isn't that? Doesn't that indicate that? No, um, because, no, I don't think so, because I don't think the ideologies differ. Um, you see, no problem. but we're saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, isn't, isn't, isn't that isn't that what um, um Dr. Magaisa always says? Is if you put three Zimbabweans in a room, you end up with four political parties and three churches. <laughs> <laughs> but it's legit. so. Let me get no, but, started by but it's starting my legit. church now. So if 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 we look at the MDC and all its you know different um breakaways so we start with mdc in 99 right mm-hmm. and then yes. um welshman broke away at some point mdc mdc 19 mdc in 99 was 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 
obviously formed after the People's Working Convention. Yeah. Um, and so it started. Yeah, I think essentially um, for the no vote for that constitu- for that constitution. constitution yeah. Um, I'm forgetting the, which section it was. That the, was the MD, That's when the MDC was formed. Yes. Then they went to the 2002 elections. Yes. And then the 2005 yes. elections. Yes. And the, the 2005 presidential elections. That's when there was a split where Welshmen broke off. Yes. yes, because of the issue of the Senate. Right? So it was, a, it was a, an, an internal issue, not an ideological issue. It was an ideological yes. Well, I mean, internal. they were both... The, 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 the switching you from a single House of Parliament to a, to a drool, to a, bike, to a, parli- to a, a parliament, and a central to a park, bicameral, bicameral system, system of, right? Is, but that was, was an ideological issue. But it no, was it was because what it essentially did was by creating proportional representation of seats or for the senators' seats, you were diluting the influence of 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 the MDC in urban areas, the, their ability to 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 govern. That was the argument of 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 of, of, of uh, Walshman. Walshman's side. Um, the the other argument was. That uh, it gives more the political argument from the MDC side is that it essentially is is a political consideration. You create more positions, you have a stronger party because more people are now uh, in 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 positions of influence. That was the the actual another point. That, another point of contention was having a certain amount of chiefs as members of Senate. Mm-hmm. I don't think Walshman wanted that, but it was an ideological, ideological oh, but, argument at but, the end of the but, day. But both parties remain... And Zanupia said, we don't care, that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, but... So that's what happened. But, but <laughs> we're focusing on, 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 on opposition here. But both parties mm-hmm. remained uh, social democrats, right? If we were going to look at other issues when we talk about the economy, when we talk about things like taxes, things of certain policies, their policies would have been in, in line. The disagreement was over this Senate issue. Yeah, but 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 Chris, I I, I yeah I agree that that's fact. That's yeah, a factual. I'm, I'm, so that's, I'm that's just fine. I'm just looking at uh, obviously there are certain disagreements, but. Um, which lead to breakaways. Without a disagreement, there wouldn't be a breakaway. But the mm. core um, ideology remains consistent, is what I'm getting at. Mm. Yes. Okay. Then um, after, mm-hmm. so then you go, when was the next breakaway? Not 2000, 2008, was there a breakaway? Mm-mm. Nope. No, okay. there wasn't. 2013? 2013 was, nope. 2014. 2014 was when you had um, MDC renewal, MDC renewal, which became MDC. PDP. Mm-hmm. Which became had, um, did did Mangoma leave with renewal and then form his own thing, or did he? Yeah. Okay. So Mangoma, Mangoma, Mangoma left with renewal. Then they formed PDP, and then when then he left PDP before the Congress and formed his own thing. Okay. Cool. From. What? So he's a he's a faction of a faction. <laughs> what what were the reasons for the renewal breakaway? I mean, it's in the name MDC Renewal. The party was calling for a renewal of, of the the people in, in in renewal were calling for the renewal of the leadership of the party. So it was a leadership um, issue, not specifically yeah, it was a, not specifically it was, an ideo- it was an a leadership issue, issue in terms of and the core ideas. That MDC stands. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was. I mean, see, this is the thing: is that uh, one 
one can ask about what the core ideas of the party, because at that time, the party had become so personality-centric that mm -hmm. when you are calling for a leadership renewal, you're not essentially calling for a renewal. Of, and it says MDC renewal is a renewal of the whole party, which includes the, the basic ideology of the party. But mm -hmm. at the same time, is you can't take away from the fact that um, the leaders of MDC Renewal, Elton Mangoma and, and, and Tindai Beatty, were so instrumental in the actual ideology of the MDC from formation mm -hmm. that that you... We must then separate ideology from implementation of that ideology. Of so they were calling for a change of the implementation of the ideology or a going back to basics and back to what why the party was formed mm -hmm. in the first place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Complete, com complete uh, agreement with that uh, train of thought. Um, mm -hmm. I think where I was going ultimately was that you have these different breakaways from the MDC, but if we come down to it, there are more internal issues than a complete um, differing from each other in terms of what it is they actually stand for. Obviously, they, they are issues of personality politics. They are issues of, you know, certain uh, structural issues. But really, the mm -hmm. MDC, in its different formations, if you ask them what they stand for, what they believe in, many of those core ideologies remain the same. Yes. Yes. Um, and now I've lost where I was going because we went too long. On this um, <laughs> explanatory—that's what you were saying. Oh yeah, yeah no, I was coming. Kind of, oh yeah, because yeah, we were talking about the many of how many they are, and we're yeah. just looking at the fact that a lot of them are the same, and mm. they're the same. In yeah, and in terms of um, so now we look at this alliance, Tashika pa, pa Alliance stage, and the issues with the alliance are again to do with the the structure and the leadership and those... So we're talking about MDC Alliance now, yeah? Yes, we're talking about the MDC Alliance. After all the breakaways... Yeah, I would now, like to give Upenyu a moment now to have uh, <laughs> her say about the MDC Alliance <laughs> before. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a non-factor. It's not the main actor. So, Patyanga is at I've got my script, don't worry. Patyanga is at Keep going. Wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anyway, Tashika Pai Alliance. Yeah. yeah, so Tashika Pai Alliance. Let's let's all agree that the alliance at the core is is the same. They believe in the same thing. And a, a huge factor of what they wanted, of what they believed in, was that Mugabe must go, right? Um, and now he's gone. Uh, yes. That was not of their doing, though they did play a part. Um, mm -hmm. It was, you know, ZANPF's internal squabbles. We all know that. Um, so... In terms of the alliance and going into this election that is a few months away, um, they don't seem organized to me. We don't. <laughs> we we don't so, have a. We they they are mad squabbles within them. I mean, the Kupe situation yeah. is well known. Gutu and BT taking on each other in one constituency. We, those are things we should talk about, but. Um, yeah. Okay. Give the summary. <laughs> I think. I think. 
I'm what what I'm not going to do this episode is I'm not going to be the defender of the opposition. Mm-hmm. But what 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 mischaracterization you perhaps have is because their slogan was Mugabe must go, that doesn't mean that's all that they had to offer. So you just said, Guti, basically that's what brought them together. And I think if what what we're looking at as the alliance right now, you have essentially Changrai, you have Walshman, you have Biti, you have Chamisa, you have Monzora, you have all these people back in the same room together. So, I mean, I know there's other parties in the alliance, but essentially what you are seeing is is the original MDC back together in some form of shape. And that's, I think, really what what the alliance is. And that's not to take away from the other parties that are adding their voices or their things to this. But I think that's why, first of all, you don't see Namai Mujuru or all these other guys joining the alliance. But what you see with the MDC alliance is essentially is is really it's in the name it's just the mdcs in their various forms coming back together it's sort of like if the anc split into the south african communist party again and then those other guys you know when the anc came together it's imagine if they split right now and you know kosati took its people there and you know like all the different various actual ideological groupings within the anc uh or or or, po- or political groupings within the NC split and then eventually came back together for an electoral pact, which is what it is. Um, so my point is, when we speak of MDC alliance, we're essentially speaking of the MDC in its original form. We're speaking of what you could almost call MDC 99. <laughs> that's what the, that's the alliance. That's what the alliance is. But the MDC alliance is falling short of what MDC was in to when you know you know I was a card carrying member of the MDC when it formed in 1999 yeah <clears throat> and and what it was in 2005 what it was in you know even in 2008 and 2009 this MDC alliance for some reason even with all of the people the original people who sat at that first table and said you know what Mugabe must go it's failing to form Voltron. The parts are not coming together. God knows where the lion is. No one knows where the head is. It's just, it's not gelling. You know, it's 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 disparate parts. I understand there's, there's still bickering about who's going to contest. I mean, why is it an issue for Tendai to contest in Harare East? He's been there since... <laughs> If he's been there, then it shouldn't be a discussion. And yet it is a discussion. And that for me is problematic. Could he, if, if your entity, if the thing, if the party cannot um, recreate or create a new narrative other than Mugabe must go, if it's, I mean, the MDC is rooted in the trade unions. How is it that it has become so dissociated from the people's wants and needs, bread and butter issues? Because let's face it, as ordinary people, I really don't care who's president. I just want to know there's money. When I go to the bank, my money can come out. And when I go to the shops, I can afford to buy what I need. So if if the MDC is so divorced from the bread and butter issues from of the people, then it is an ideological problem. Because maybe the ideology that we say we are, you know, is our ideology is not actually our ideology. You know, maybe we're 
practicing the politics of greed. Maybe we're practicing the politics of power. But the thing is, if you don't have power, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to fight for it, does it? Amongst yourselves, especially. Um, I, Chris, do you have any response before I go? Um, what what I want to 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 know is what is the issue that the MDC is taking forward currently? Um, obviously, for a lot of us, we we didn't expect the coup, not a coup, to happen. No one can say that you know they saw it coming, but it happened, and we are now moving forward. We're going to towards the next election. The MDC has a president who has cancer. Um, Colon cancer. And, and so which is very aggressive. And and we don't know. First, we don't know when the election will be held. We don't know if he'll be fit enough to stand in that election. Um, by all intents and purposes, we wish him well. We hope that he, you know, he recovers. But there is no clarity over that issue. There's no clarity over the seats issue. So my my biggest question right now is, as the opposition, what are their issues? What do they, you know, what is it that they that they are standing for? And how are they driving their agenda forward? Are they seriously so, taking Trangirai to the election? <laughs> and <laughs> I think it's a big concern. I honestly think that's no, one but, of the major but concerns. But and and then there's also a pay news point. Yeah. And uh, and, and like also, I said, also, now also, I'm speaking it's, for it's, the opposition. Yeah. No. No. Going, no. Also, yeah. wait. Let me, from, let me just say, I didn't. Ex- I don't expect you to speak for the opposition. These are just some of the thoughts that are, yeah. are out there. Or that I have. So, from 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 where I'm standing, and I'm, I can only go from personal conversations I have with my father. I can only go from conversations I have with Anachamisa and Anasolo and these people. And and I understand it's very rarefied air that you know you can speak with uh, with someone who's in a leadership position, and they'll tell you what they want to do and what's actually happening are very different things. Mm. But um, even from from the rally, and I think the message that they're carrying on is that yes, Mugabe and but Zanopiev Ichiripo, Zanopiev is still here, and the only people that can bring true change, true change to Zimbabwe is is the MDC, and that's the message that they've taken to the people when they were in Mutare. That's the message that they took to the people um, in 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 Epworth when they started. Was it Epworth? Yeah, I think it was Epworth. But I think that's the message that these um, these rallies. Uh, I think you saw the list that these rallies are going to be taking uh, to people. The alliance rallies is that. Yes, but we're still being led by the same people, and I I think it's obviously a modification on 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 uh, on the Mugabe must go mantra. But I think at the end of the day, Zanu PF must go in terms of what they're offering the people. Um, policy positions that they've stated um, without releasing a manifesto is that the first thing they'll do is drop the bond note and join the RAND Monetary Union. Um, that's an economic thing. And then obviously they speak in, in uh, you know, in more detail about, uh, you know, so like about power and about when it comes to those individual things, which I don't have access to right now. And, and I'm not going to repeat for Baton. But in terms of like actual, the main policy issue is, is um, and I think that's what they're running with is, is about the, about the sheets. The $15 billion. <laughs> no, yes. no. <laughs> not the $15 billion. But that statement <laughs> was outside. No, but the thing is he said that's it. it. 
He said it. Yeah. yeah no, he said it. He said it. I don't have an explanation for you, and he didn't have an explanation for me. <laughs> it was yeah. completely offside. I mean, really, when we take over, we're gonna have fifteen billion bucks from where? And from Trump? Who? From Trump? Yeah, it's 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 so Trump is co-signing fifteen billion dollars for a shithole country because I mean, does Nelson Chamisa not watch TV? Does he not have a phone? Does he not speak to people? We'll, we'll, we'll I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Nelson Chamisa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Nelson Chamisa. <laughs> we'll have to get Nelson Chamisa uh, on to explain his but fifteen you know, billion you, dollar comments. You know, you know the thing that. Uh, and this is gonna sound like spin, but it's actually quite an interesting, quite an interesting thing that I noticed is that is the opposition is held to a much higher standard as they should be than any other. The MDC rather is held to a much higher standard as they should be than any other political uh, political party. Or maybe I feel it more 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 um, more than anyone else because of, of, of personal interests. I think. But I, think, um, I, think I don't think that 15 billion statement was as ridiculous as, you know, some other things that have been said. I think it was equally within, well, within the realm of the, the, the more crazy political statements that we've heard in the recent, uh, last, 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 since November, really. Mm. Um, and what I'm, I'm not trying to excuse it. And um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing, but talking about, let's actually get into the nitty gritty about, about the actual alliance and how the alliance is working. Um, because I think that's what people are more interested in. Um, we spoke about seats, about, uh, BT and Gutu in, in Harare East, um, as the most public one, but there's more seat issues. Mm. Um, they've given themselves a deadline, uh, until February the 9th to finalize the seats issue. And uh, my understanding is my understanding is that there's negotiations ongoing right now as however negotiations should should happen or whatever. But that's my understanding. Um is just from from a message that was sent out um on the MDC groups that I'm on is that it's nothing to worry about right now because the negotiations are finalized on the 9th of February. And yeah, so... But isn't an- this why there should be primary... I mean, you know, I, I, this doesn't happen in a vacuum. There's... there's, um, And yes, I get it. You all want to work together, et cetera, et cetera. But isn't this why there should be primary elections within the party so that BT and Kutu can stand against each other before the people who we've all been talking about but leaving out of the conversation... And say, okay, who should you, who do you want to represent you from MDC in Parliament? And then they pick, rather than it being a negotiation between, you know, BT and Gutu. See, the thing is, this is Kudama primary. I I don't think that that's a a, a, a problem on on a certain side. Um, <laughs> The argument against primaries, of course, is that it's divisive. It's divisive. You are trying to form an alliance. Um, if you have primary elections, um, the MDC candidates and some PDP candidates will win all those elections. How do you control who votes? Um, for example, in Arari East, right, is mm-hmm. 
um, you have Biti and you have Gutu there. Um, Biti was essentially the last MP there, so the councillors uh, are are people he ran with. Um, mm-hmm. So one could argue with maybe Mastrakshe Muharare Isindiake. So who who accredits, who chooses, who votes and who doesn't? Let's say then Obed Gudu has, you know, 500 people from Tafaro or his neighborhood. Who? How do we know? Because the MDC and hasn't sold, you know, cards in years. And PDP, for my, to my knowledge, has never sold party cards. Um, TZ, uh, Transform Zimbabwe, has never sold party cards. So who are, who decides who's accredited? Who decides that, who's voting that, in these that primaries? Points, that points to a lot of structural issues within, it these, does. within the opposition political party. It's an alliance. No, no, no. Uh, it's an within, alliance. I'm not talking about the alliance. I'm talking about within opposition political parties. Because you should, have a, you should generally have a clear indication of where, of where your members are. Um, and who your members are. First, who your members are and where they are, I think. Um, you should be able to, to, to have the means to say, well, in this neighborhood, we have so many, so and so registered members. Hey, hey, and, in, and, and in, this what I'm saying, Chris, go. is that those, those things are there. If, if in Indagadaumutsa, Udomutsa structure, you are in East Mangwana, the message is who, the message is you a meeting. Kauzani who messages people. So you have an idea of who your structures are. My point now is not so much about do the structures exist. The structures exist. How do you then decide who is accredited for a primary election? Well, if, what if I, the structures... It's ex- not so much a... No, but if the structures are this and you have registered party members, then those are the party members who vote in the primary. Mm-hmm. No, 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 it, no, no. You can't. You can't say the structure exists and then and say then, that. Yeah, and then you say, how do you get the people to facilitate yeah. a primary election? If I know, because you, what that really you, means you, is that there you. is no structure. Because it's the same thing when you when you then pit MDC against Zanupi for actually anybody or even an independent candidate, and then because you still can't count on those people to vote for you is what. You, you're saying in essence, could you, if they can't pick between two of your candidates, then they can't pick between you and somebody else. And maybe that's actually the weakness with the MDC alliance. Could you don't even are they coming? Are they going? Who's voting for them? Who's not voting for them? Who's campaigning for them? Who's not campaigning for them? All we know is that there's those nine people around the table. We're not sure. No, I'm. I'm trying to explain from a realistic perspective the structures of most political parties I, I in the country. You. Is I, that in as far as that the majority of people that vote Zanu PF, Zanu PF doesn't have five or three million card carrying members in the country. Mm-hmm. That's fine. No, no, no. That's more, fine. But more, the thing- more than so. So what I'm saying is, if you go, if there's a Zanu PF district meeting right now, what mm-hmm. would happen is the MP will. Call his, his his district chairperson. Say chairperson Rongayawan. Chairperson will go to the different sow leaders and say, guys, messing to dog on and fifty dog on and fifty dog on and fifty. That's how you get the sow leaders walking through the street saying, even when we pamper papo, we are meeting, we are meeting, we are meeting, right? No, but so but, my point, my point is. The structure exists, so you've got your district, you've got your chair, you've got your cell. That there is clear. 
my point now is, Kuti, how many people can you coerce? In, and the thing is, you see it with Mapungwe, you see it with ZANU-PF meetings, is that you have a lot of stories, if if you know about people who are just said Handeku meeting, and, right? Those Henry, people who I, are saying Handeku meeting are, are cell leaders, are district leaders, and those structure racho. That's in existence. It's Munano Garamrain. You know that person. Henry, my, I, understand, my point is, I understand all of that. Where I'm going from is, when it comes to primaries, though, it's the card-carrying members who vote in primaries. So not to talking about going to meetings or not talking about um, uh, all of um, an, an actual election or all of those things, just the primaries, you should be able to say within Chisipite we have 100 people who live there. Those 100 people should be able to come in and vote and decide on who their candidate for that area is going to be in a primary election. Hey, hey, hey. A primary election no, doesn't just... have to have 10,000 people. Mm. Hey, I'm, so I'm, but it doesn't have to be the card carrying members either. If you have cell leaders in the structure, and it, a, a partial, let's say a partial structure exists, if there's a cell leader in Chisipiti, that cell leader can look at amongst the people that they're responsible for or who they talk to. Okay, this is a genuine MDC person. This is a genuine MDC person. Pick 50. Let's go vote in the primary elections. It's not that hard. And I understand you guys were speaking about a hypothetical. What I'm trying to say is who then decides that those 50 people are genuine? Because you can't have a soul leader. You can't have me who's in structure rabiti saying right? who then oh, independently then saying. verifies could see that is a those are legit one five hundred because maybe in one wa biti bita ne mariaga want maybe ano kuna ubadrachi one five hundred kutawa meeting so he can then rig the primary and this is not a national election is what independent mechanism do you have to monitor those Fair and enough. my point is are you going to be able to set up a mechanism in such a short time that will what that will be easily accepted by everyone. I think and that's are... why a primary, it's not necessarily, it's got nothing to do with all of this. Like, those are all fair and fine points. All I'm saying is, ultimately, you're bringing people together, right? You're having people negotiate an alliance. You're having people negotiate things. Now, do you want them, what, what, what scenario do you foresee realistically, guys? And I'm asking you guys honestly, and in, in, in any situation, in any scenario, what situation do you see where you where you have seven this different parties coming together and amongst themselves agreeing on a mechanism for a primary election that will favor the strongest party or the party that's already been in power for the longest. And what I, then reason do you have is like if you have if you're transformed Zimbabwe, right? At the end of the day saying better to election but right. you so see, the my thing question, is, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I understand. I understand all that. And first, I think they've left it too late, even if they wanted to. Yeah. This is, the, alliance has, the alliance has been in discussion from early last year. These are some of the things that they should have sat down and ironed out quite early on. Fair enough, they didn't. Mm-hmm. We're now a few months before the election, and I completely agree. There's no time for any of that. Um, secondly, it... it it really does, you know, beg the question of will you put someone who transforms Zimbabwe, but will just the backing of them being part of the alliance guarantee uh, or make their standing better? Maybe it will, maybe it don't. I don't know. Um, Especially if you can't trust each other to hold 
stop primary. I mean, I'm ah, going to keep you, coming please. back. There's to no this. one. But especially if you can't each other, let's not be naive. <laughs> no, fair enough. I will. No, okay, come but, on. Okay, come let, on. Let, come okay, on. It's fine. It's let, fair let, enough. Let's I don't like how. If you if then PDP throws its weight behind Zanu PF because they have a deal now for a cabinet seat in the even within the framework of the alliance if you cannot trust each other to hold a primary election that is free enough and fair enough right because that seems to be the standard of this country these days then you can't trust each other even if Tindai goes and stands behind the Pisa president and says we are in the alliance together Chief you can't say, you can't trust you don't know how many people even support you within that particular constituency or that, that ward I mean I get it from the sense that if, if, if so in this situation and we're going to use them as the example because they're the ones that have come out if they then decide on on Tendai What happens to Wagutu? Because he does have his people there. I think that's where the risk is, is that, and I suppose the risk would happen even if you did have a primary, but you're going to have in some areas imposition of candidates. And once that has happened, I mean, it'll be agreed at the high level. But if I'm disgruntled, I can really go to my 50 or 100 or whoever it is supporters and say, well, don't vote. Because it seems that this, again, we've spoken about it, but this, there's a lot of personal issues um, and pe- people putting the, their persons first before they put uh, the, the party first. So I don't know how they're going to work it out. And this is where I think the biggest concerns and issues are around the whole um, choosing of candidates and and how that goes forward. Definitely interested in seeing how this Harare East one plays out because I think it's going to set the tone for a lot of the other ones where there might be uh, contentious issues following. Just to get your opinion though, how do you think the MDC will do in the elections? Poorly. <laughs> I think the presidential election is 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 obviously they're going to do quite poorly in the presidential election. The real question is what kind of knock-on effect does that have down the ballot? Um, because I think that at the moment, um, what people don't realize is that Zanopiev structures as well aren't all in order. I think that this factionalism has had a much larger effect at the grassroots level than people give it credit for. And um, also the tribal issues and where the power base has moved from Mashonaland, um, the Mashonaland provinces to Manikaland and, and Mashingo. So I think there's there seems to be one and um for the opposition i just need to i just don't know how much of the the down ballot voting will have as an effect on 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 the on the election but i think that they'll do they'll they won't they won't win the presidential election but and i think anyone who thinks differently is probably is 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 underestimating what's happening now because i don't know maybe chris you can give us more insight i genuinely believe that this factionalism has had a much deeper impact than people give it credit for. So uh, some of the conversations I've been having with people over the last few weeks is that I definitely see uh, ZANU-PF's factional issues happening um, post the election. 
Um, in this election, I think they will they will vote presidential. They'll definitely vote uh, one way. Um, obviously, it's it's not clear how the uh, the different provinces are set up, what the situation is there. So I can I think the opposition has a shot in terms of taking down the supermajority that ZANU-PF has. Um, but that depends a lot on them and a lot on them getting their candidates out. And it would be wise for them to have their candidates out before ZANU-PF does. Um, because it gives you time to, especially in this alliance coalition situation, it gives you time to solidify around your people and make sure that everyone is carrying the same message rather than do it a bit later. But I, I, I completely agree. I think in terms of the parliamentary seats, council seats, Senate seats, and all of that, they have a, a better shot than than the presidential. I wonder if they change their candidate, how they would perform. I think it would give them a bit of a boost, depending on who the candidate in is. In parliament, yeah? No. In, in parliament. In, well, in parliament. Because but, but, the thing is, the down vote... <laughs> The down ballot vote is what I'm worried because I don't think I don't think Nero or anyone right now could really beat ED because, frankly, the ED is not going to lose an election, uh, not because people are going to vote for him. Even if people don't vote for him, he's not going to refuse. He's not going to allow himself to lose that election. These guys didn't take power from the previous government to lose an election. So whatever happens, if 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 someone actually could challenge and win genuinely, then we'll see. We'll go back to 2008. But I don't see ED losing an election, um, uh, whatever the case I, is. I'll, I'll put it out there and say I genuinely think that he will win the election. Um, and that's, uh, that's, that's going to be based on a number of factors. It won't be a, a, a full-out win. I think it would be very close. But again, it depends on who the candidate he's running up against. If he goes up against Trangira, I think he will win the election and there'd be very little of a shadow of a doubt. If they change the candidate and they do so strategically, then it could be a lot... Uh, a who, bigger who is a strategic candidate for you? Just say it. The thing is, I want to say Nelson. I really do. I think he'd put up a good fight. But I don't know if but? they have. But I don't know if they have the time to whip up that. That I think when if you were to announce tomorrow, there'd be a lot of um, hype, and it's capitalizing on that hype mm. and moving forward with that hype all the way, sustaining that hype all the way to the election. That would be that would be interesting. If they do it now, I think they have time. If they leave it, then I just don't think it'll be enough time for them to whip up all of that support. But I don't, you're right, I, if they did do it now and if they did come together and form Voltron, they have, they have a chance. But the way, I mean, we've just come from talking about structures and we've just come from talking about, you know, um, the alliance deciding who's going to run where. If those things aren't in place, it's not likely that any of the disparate entities within the alliance are going to support Chamisa or any other person other than Morgan Trangirai for president, which I think is a terrible um, quagmire to be in. 
not for the MDC alliance or the people in it, but particularly for the people of Zimbabwe, because the whole point of an opposition is to give us a viable alternative, which currently we don't have. So we have to deal, we have to play the hand that's been dealt to us. And that is ED. I don't, I agree with you about ED winning the election. I don't, you know, I don't think he's, he's trying to lose it, but I also think he's trying to win it in as credible a manner as possible. But if you're running a race against yourself, it's they make me tired. It's Everybody makes me tired. I think one of Henry, you mentioned earlier that you know people give um, the MDC a harder time than they do anyone else, and I suppose the anyone else you're referring to is Zanu PF. Um, what I think it is is people generally expect better of. Of of the of the MDC and the opposition. So one of the things that really disappointed, and I'll speak for myself, really disappointed me was that after 2013, Changirai didn't step down. They didn't have this leadership renewal, <laughs> to use the word, because you you genuinely hope that the MDC would be better than than ZANU PF and what it showed. Yeah, they'll say all oh, the people wanted and all all sorts of things that they will use to justify it. But at the end of the day, it it mirrored a lot of what people did not want. Or I'll speak for myself again. Um, a lot of what I wouldn't want. And this is where the problems are, is that, you know, you, you again, it's, it's much of the same. You have a, a leader who is ill and there is no clarity around what is going to happen next. Yes, everyone says, oh, it will follow the processes and, and you know, it will go to a conference or a congress and things like that. But it's all things that we've heard before and we've heard before from ZANU-PF. So I think that, for me, is where the issue lies, is that you really would want them to be better and expect better of them, which they haven't delivered. I, um, I agree. Just to to backtrack in terms of changing a leader in time, um, me, I'm a student of history, and historically speaking, the MDC was founded on the 11th of September in 1999, right? Mm -hmm. The main reason they were, found, they were founded, amongst other things, their first electoral contest was the referendum, mm -hmm. which was held in February of 2000. Mm -hmm. And they campaigned for the no vote, and Zimbabwe voted no. So they had five months to found a party and to campaign in the whole country. To And they succeeded in what they were campaigning for at that time. Mm -hmm. So if in March they change a leader and the election is in August, that's five months for a, a leader to make an impact on the country. And history has shown us that five months can be enough. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say I, on that. <laughs> on that. I don't know. I, Are you I, naive, though? I, yeah, I think, I think context is a lot different in this I'm situation. Not, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I think you're I mean, ignoring I mean, a opinion lot is, of opinion, context. I don't think it's... I, I think... I think if you are changing to a name that's not known, it's a very different, but you're changing to someone who's been in the party, who's been the youngest minister, someone who's been in the public face for as long as, as Shangirai. I don't think that in terms of name and brand recognition, Chamisa is, uh, even Kumushe is, is unknown. Um, My or, issue isn't with Chamisa Kupe, being president. Or, or it's Kupe. the party no, coming but, together behind him. The, the alliance past, coming together the, behind him. The, that's where my issue lies because I've seen, hasn't he been having a thing with Gutu and another thing with Mudzuri, 
within their own structures, it's not quite clear what Chamisa is doing, what Mzuri is doing. We clearly don't know who, I mean, who's but, running for president. But no, and it but, seems to me like Changirai but, is still holding on. And but, where does BT stand in this? Because the next person who is recognizable behind Changirai, to be fair, is Tendai BT. Then nah, Nelson Chamisa, nah, in my nah. mind, anyway. So, but you know, all I know, all I know, Henry, Henry, like I said, no, 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 but let's, let's, Henry, all I'm saying, the sooner they announce, the better for them. That's all I'm saying. Of course, we agree agree with that. But when when Walshman left, right, the Secretary General left left with half of Mata, with with the whole of Mata and the whole structure. Again, in the structure, yes, the next election, the next election, they won less than 10 seats in that same province that he took, right? Yes. As split, as devastating as it was, and as a gift, as a, as much of a gift as it will be for ZANU-PF, won't kill the party. And at the end of the day, where the majority stays is where the vote will stay. And I think what you'll see in 2018 is wherever the alliance fields and wherever the main MDC has under the alliance banner, Feels where where the majority stays is where the votes are going to go, and I don't think, honestly speaking, I don't think any of the other smaller parties have any of a chance. Um, I'm 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 talking within the alliance. Um, I'm sure in in the independence, I'm sure Fadzi will do well in a constituency. I'm sure if if uh, I'm sure Chamba will do well in Norton, but for everyone else, to be fair, I don't really believe that where the MDC decides to go. And that's that's what I, I genuinely see. So I think on that note, maybe we can move on to the to the other parties. But yeah. I don't see, personally, <laughs> I don't see spent, it we, happening any other way. If they break off or whatever they do, they'll do it. And I, the MDC will definitely shed some seats. But I don't think that the biggest opposition party come after 2018 in parliament will still be the MDC alliance or the MDC in whatever form it's in. Oh, then. yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. MDC will mm. remain the biggest opposition party regardless, so, regardless so of what Abutu, happens elsewhere. With all those factional issues, at the end of the day, they come to note because wherever but, they decide to go, where, whatever happens within the party is where the votes are going to go. But I don't, unfortunately. Think, it's, I don't think it's about MDC being the biggest opposition party that's never going to be in doubt it's going to be about will mdc ever be the governing party and in its current state i i i don't see that happening in its current state and it's obviously there's a lot of other issues around we can talk about the militarization of the state we can talk about whether we'll actually get free and fair elections but as they are themselves currently the way they function the way they are constituted they don't look like they are ready for the fight that's that's just as far as i know capital 263 this episode ended up being longer than we anticipated so we decided to split it Stay tuned for part two.